0: do you want to be well again? Do you want to be well again? It's, we've meditated on this before, but it's a very uh, simple question that Jesus asks. Do you want to be well? Do you want to be healed? And it's a question that, as we've, as, as I say, as we've reflected upon before, it's a question that would seem obvious on every level. I mean, if there are sick people there, it's quite obvious sick people generally want to be better. I've, Rarely, if ever met a sick person who said, I love being sick. You know, just generally speaking, we we want to get better. We want to be healed. Uh, Jesus, though, always shows such great uh, reverence towards the ill and doesn't presume to know their needs. So he he allows this uh, this man who had been suffering for 38 years, he allows him the, the the opportunity, not, not, to, not, not to have his intentions presumed, but to voice, to voice his intention, to voice his need. Do you want to be well? And then the man gets a, a bit uh, flustered, understandably, if he's been waiting in that uh, situation for, for if he's been suffering for 38 years, and maybe there at, at the, near the pool for who knows how long. It doesn't say, but for years. It must be very, very frustrating, because that was his only hope. That was his only hope. In the whole world, the only chance of him getting his legs back, of him uh, being healed and uh, getting his ability to walk back, the only hope that he had was that pool. So like, if this doesn't work, then I've got nothing. That's it, I'm stuck. I'm just going to be stuck like this for the rest of my life until I die. And there is no social welfare system. There's no benefit system. There's nothing like that. So uh, you're stuck in poverty. You're, you're rejected. And also, people would, would have considered illnesses like that, a punishment for sin. So you're also considered a sinner. So it was just a, a, a very uh, negative, very, very sad place to be, very sad. So he says, sir, I, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is disturbed, and I'm still on the way. Someone else gets there. And in the, the episode of The Chosen on, on this uh, scene, uh, they, they put an extra little expression into Jesus' mouth, but I think... He doesn't say it here, but I think it captures the reality of what's happening here. Uh, Jesus, in The Chosen, says to, to, to this man, you don't need that water, you don't need the pool. All you need is me. All you need is me. These things are always easy to say when you're in the prime of your your life in the peak of your fitness and health uh, that's difficult to understand or to live if you're ill if you're aged if something has gone wrong in your life if 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 you're challenged in some way if you're carrying something for whatever reason if things are difficult or sad or uh, disappointing or discouraging to believe that like to, to, to believe those those two expressions if you will that Jesus wants to heal me and that all I need is him that Jesus wants to heal me and that all I need is him in this uh, somewhat like a, like, it's like a wilderness experience in Lent we're supposed to be uh, living a, a period of, of simplicity as regards food and as regards um, prayer fasting and giving. so a, a, a time of as I say, it's simplicity in order that we can focus more on the Lord. So it, it, this is it's a great time of preparation, but, but along, along with that time of preparation, we, we keep in mind the biblical prefigurations, so the biblical preparations for, for, for this time of Lent. So basically when the, the Hebrews were in the desert for 40 years, 40 years, that generation didn't make into the Holy Land. They were too stubborn. They were too hard of heart. They were led out into the wilderness, and in the wilderness, uh, rather than discovering God, they continuously rebelled against him. So they get as far as the Red Sea, and then they say to Moses, well, what's the story? Have you led us this far now just to be killed by the Egyptians racing behind us? The Lord asks Moses, commands Moses to stretch his staff out over the Red Sea, the Red Sea parts. They pass through dry shot. Passes, he asks, commands him to cast his staff over the Red Sea. The Red Sea closes then on the pursuing Egyptians. Okay, that's a fairly substantial miracle. And then no sooner it seems as that they're at the far side of the Red Sea than they start complaining, oh, hang on, we've no water. Have you let us out here in this desert to die? The Lord provides water. And then no sooner has they water than they say, look, we're, we're hungry. Have you let us out to die of starvation? And the Lord provides the Daily miracle of manna. No longer no sooner have they that than that. We're sick of this manna. We're sick of this miraculous food that's supplied to us every day for free. Uh, We want meat. We miss meat. Remember the flesh pots that we used to have in Egypt when we were when we were slaves, but forget the slaves a bit. We had food. We had meat. Uh, They complain again, they complain again. Rather than praying, rather than asking, they complain. And again, even though it's it's uh its it's not a prayer from the people it's a prayer from from Moses quail these birds drop from the sky and they're able to eat and so on so 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 such was their experience constantly, obviously the making of the the golden calf while Moses is up getting the ten commandments like there was they very much misunderstood what this experience of wilderness was supposed to be, the experience of wilderness wasn't a punishment the experience of wilderness was an opportunity to see god's providence the experience of wilderness of the wilderness wasn't just to punish them it's a, it wasn't a punishment that's, that wasn't the point of it but in this place of simplicity in this desert to know that the lord will provide to live there in the confidence that god will give you what you need that the wilderness should be a, an experience of providence that's something i think very very applicable to all of us So, because there will be times, uh, experiences of of wilderness or or, or desert, you know, times when when prayer is hard, uh, when prayer doesn't seem very fulfilling. There'll be times when um, your work might be challenging, your study might be challenging, friendships might be challenging, uh, all these these normal experiences, all all these, these difficulties. And then in those moments, like, where do I go? In those moments, where do I find solace? Where do I find support? Who do I go to? I mean, do I see this wilderness experience as now an opportunity to see God's providence, or do I pull back and sort of blame God for everything that's going on? This is it's a very—it's a very human experience. It's a, it's, I think it's a very common experience for, for all of us. And this is the this is the goal. This is the the challenge. In those desert experiences, like the, the, the man here now, is sick for, for 38 years, lame, in that desert experience, what does he do? Curse God, blame him, or reach out to him? When Jesus says to him, Do you want to be well again? The man accepts God's help, he accepts God's providence, and he sees the miracle. So you and I, in our deserts or adversity or difficulty or problems, let us learn from this wonderful gospel account of how the Lord wants to provide for each one of us in our desert experiences, how the Lord wants to guide us through, heal us, take care of us. The Lord wants to provide for our every need. May we rely on him, and may we too, witness the miracle. Amen.